Hello and thanks for tuning in to this week's micro lesson. The idea of these shorter formats is to give you an extra way to keep your mindset momentum between the main shows. Now you probably get so sick of every podcast host you've listened to craving reviews and ratings that you've tuned out. But they make a massive difference to us and our five star rating on this show really helps us to stand out. If you leave a review, I'll even feature you in one of the episodes. So please do take that extra minute of your day to drop a rating or review and will inspire more people to be happier and healthier in their work. This week's episode is an excerpt from an interview I did recently with Ben Ryan for his podcast. He's an Olympic and world medal winning coach, most notably with the Fiji Sevens rugby team. In this part of the conversation, we're exploring the mechanics behind performance routines, how athletes use them to stay calm and focused even after bad shots or emotional setbacks. And we consider how we can all use them more in everyday life. So let's dive straight in. Some of the work you do is around performance routines. Could you tell the listeners a little bit about performance routines and perhaps how they could use them either as an individual or for the people they're working alongside or coaching? Yeah, I guess it comes to, you know, sport and and performance. You know, if you're speaking at a conference, it's a high stakes environment. If you're going out to bat in a one day cricket match or play international rugby, it's high stakes. Um, It's volatile, it's unpredictable. And those things are stressors for us because we like to have as much under control as we can. So I think although we can't control um, the outcome, what we can control is the process and the setup for our peak performance. So, you know, you find things a few days before that people are eating particular things in in sort of to build a bit of um, continuity and familiarity. Uh, you know, they put their kit on in the same way to, to build, build that. That, that tends to be more the sort of comfort and superstition end of it, but that's all still part of preparation. Um, and then I think specifically when we talk about pre-shot routines, um, you know, one way to think of it may be uh, as, as a golfer, for example, you imagine that instead of just, you've just hit the ball into the trees, you, you're, you know, Mr. Angry, you, you're sort of kicking the turf all the way down the fairway. Uh, and then you see your ball lying there amongst the pine needles. Um, and you could quite easily take that contamination from the last shot and all the emotion and frustration. You've started to think about what the leaderboard looks like and what the press are going to say the next day. So you fast forwarded already. And then there's that little ball that seems to be glowing red and deserves smacking somewhere. And, and you then make the fatal mistake of playing a second bad shot in a row. So I think what a performance routine acts as a breaker certainly in the in the sort of stop-start games like tennis or cricket or golf, uh, not so much in the continuous sports like rugby and football, but it still can be done. But these breaks are imagining, for example, that you've got two phases of play for each shot. You've got your um, strategic thinking. So imagine placing now, you can visualise in this pine forest, you're on the edge of the fairway, your ball's glowing white hot in the middle there, and you now place a, a sort of a visual hula hoop around it, sort of a meter in diameter. And you think, right, I'm not going to stand in there until I'm emotionally calm, until I've picked the club, until I've picked the shape of shot and the, the sort of strength of shot that I'm going to use. I'm going to pick the spot that I want it to land on, my landing point, and I'm going to get myself into that routine. So the first part of your routine is almost like a car wash calming you down from the previous angry moment. 
you've then got the strategic thinking in that sort of strategic office outside the hitting zone. Um, it's a seven iron. It's three quarter shot. It's a bit left to right. I'm aiming at that spot there where the sunlight's coming through the trees and the fairway. Are you sure? Yeah, absolutely sure. Right now, count your feet in and deep breath. So we don't want any thinking when we go into our instinct room, which is where we play our best sport. So the thinking's been done in the strategy room outside the hula hoop. I now switch off and say, I grip my uh, club and I say, are you sure? Seven iron, three quarter shot. Yep, sure. And then I say, okay, I grab my club really hard and say clear. And then I go one, two, as my left and right foot steps next to the ball. I have a quick look at the landing spot where the sunlight is. I take a big deep breath in to relax my shoulders. And then I just hit the ball. There's no talking. There's no doubt. There's no anger. There's no frustration. But what I've done is I've taken a game of golf that lasts four hours, a bit longer if it's me. Um, And actually the time we play golf is 22 minutes. So the time I am next to a ball and hitting a ball is 22 minutes. So I need something to turn me off from the last shot or the chat I've had with a mate down the fairway or the negative voice that's in my head about the papers tomorrow. And then I need to focus on the next shot. It's the only one that matters, the next shot, the next ball, the next delivery, the next serve. I zone myself in, usually using breathing routines or counting techniques because our brain works best when it's empty and it's not thinking. Now, most coaches would say, empty your brain, just don't think anything. But it's absolutely impossible under pressure to not think anything. So actually, the way I'd phrase it is that our brain is best when it's empty, like a dustbin, like a sort of a, you know, one of those metal waste bins. But actually, what the routine does is it creates a lid over the top. So the the bin remains empty, but then this reinforced routine, this sheet of metal that we've created over the top of the bin stops the ship from flying in, the distractions, the pain, my back's stiff, I've missed this shot before, I've never get runs on this pitch, you know, I, I never kick well when it's this windy, all of that negative chatter that's your brain trying to keep you safe. We want to walk into that fear, we want to walk into that high performance space, but we need a blocker. And that's what the routine does. It brings structure, it brings self-talk, it brings physical composure through some kind of breathing anchors. And those done in sequence that feels very natural and is a learnt skill like anything else creates that stable, consistent, calm, instinctive platform for you to see what your next shot looks like. And then the process starts again. So, you know, for me, elite sport... Uh, you know, speaking at conferences, doing anything under pressure is a battle against yourself. And I'm just amazed that we don't spend more time looking at the developing the winning mindset as much as we try to develop the perfect stance and grip and backlift. And for for some people listening to this, they won't they won't be playing professional sport. They might not be playing sport, but they will want to they want to be a success and they'll have smaller battles and those smaller battles might be just starting your day well um, with positive thoughts. Um, how, how, do you, how would you help someone with that? And why is it important, do you think, for those routines, those habits? Well, again, you've got a volatile day that could go. I, I always think, you know, I talk a lot about the winning mindset with our programs and digital content at Sporting Edge. But, you know, I think winning could be you know pressure to me is something that we all face whether you're a 
entrepreneur trying to pitch to investors for your business, you're a CEO speaking about the share price, or you're a single mum, you know, trying to take your baby out for the first time. I think those are all pressure moments. So to me, structuring your day is is really important because the day's volatile, the day can unwind and unravel, and you want to have a, a good day. There's almost two versions of ourselves each day, I think, and this is where this sort of winning mindset comes in. One of me, you know, presses snooze on the alarm, uh, eats a massive fry up, doesn't exercise, checks my email and social media for an hour and a half and get, you know, drift away and then suddenly decide the morning's nearly gone uh, and I haven't really done a huge amount and have regret and get frustrated through the rest of the day. The other person has a clear, um, you know, view, has an alarm clock. You leave your alarm clock over the other side of the bedroom in your running shoes stick your running gear on because you're up already. You may as well go out and do a lap around the block, have a walk, have a run. It's oxygenated your brain. You feel more energetic, get all that natural endorphin uplift. You sort of switch off your social media for a period, do some deep sort of cognitive work. And, uh, uh, you know, and that that really helps to set up your day. So whatever performance you, you're looking to do, I think building a routine that, that brings structure and, helps to deliver you into your best uh, mindset for performance, I think is really, really important. So I hope you enjoyed that short version from Ben's podcast. I'll drop the link to the full interview in the notes below. And there was even a cool summary graphic, which I posted on LinkedIn. So do come across and have a look at that if you love those summary cartoons to be a bit of a memory for the whole session. We've got some amazing insights on focus and emotional control in our video platform from the Members Club. This is where you can find the answer to around 70 different performance challenges that lots of entrepreneurs, coaches and execs are wrestling with, like building confidence in uncertain times, leading change or building trust in teams. It's the perfect digital learning resource for all of your uh, staff and and managers. So please do come across to sportingedge.com forward slash membership to have a look at that. You'll meet a stellar list of advisors that we've been interviewing over the last decade from uh, academics, neuroscientists, Olympians, military leaders, and of course, the world's elite sports coaches. So do come across and use the code PODCAST100. That's PODCAST in capital letters and then 100 in numbers, 100. Use that code in the checkout and you'll get a free month's access to this incredible resource. I'll send you weekly coaching insights to kick off your week and we'll see you inside at sportingedge.com forward slash membership. So until next time, reflect on your performance routines so that you can stay insulated and deliver your very best game. And I look forward to hearing your stories. We'll see you soon.